2: The Super goal by Haru Table can't sharing up. The Bermotov First
3: left to Spurs Magnifo all the way It can't only be Demi Chuddle Danny Rose on his Premier League debut and It's Gareth Wales night once again Stoppage time Fallon Nielsen has scored all boys own stuff
0: and welcome back to The Last Word on Spurs. You can follow the show across a variety of different platforms. We are on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also not forgetting Instagram. On this Last Word on Spurs, we'll be discussing Tottenham Hotspur's win over Wimbledon in the FA Cup, which sees a draw against Newport County in the next round. We'll be taking some questions for tonight's panel and looking ahead to Everton to come next weekend so let's introduce the guest for tonight i am pleased to say back on the show we've got steve robinson joining us steve how are you
1: yeah good thank you very very uh, happy about yesterday's result
0: yep and you were there steve wasn't you is that right yeah that's right yeah good good because i think the rest of us having to rely on seven minute highlights which will be an interesting show to talk about well i'm sure we'll get over the line yes. joining steve tonight we've also got jason mcgovern back on the show jace how are you
2: very well and good mate Pleased good, good. to be back on, and pleased to be into the fourth round.
0: Yes, very much indeed, and glad to have you back, Jace. And finally, last but so not least, we've got a debutant tonight. We've got Andrew Spooner, a huge Spurs fan, joining us. Andrew, how are you?
3: I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, yes. very well. Yeah, pleased with the draw. Pleased with yesterday's result as well.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, I'm hopeful that's going to be a decent draw, Andrew. Worrying me as a Tottenham fan as I am. And I think the rest of us, there is that potential of a banana skin in there. But hopefully that draw, I think Jason alluded to it off air, it could come to us in a real good time where there's going to be a real clutch of games for us in a real, real sticky period. But we'll come on to that very shortly. Andrew, let's start with you. Give us your background in the Spurs. we like to ask new people that come on the show how they are affiliated to the club. Do you want to give us a brief rundown of your um, support of Tottenham? (laughs)
3: I'll get my straight cred ready, yeah. No, I was... um, I was uh, first game I went to. Um, I actually checked the who were the scorers. Actually, while I was waiting, uh, it was back in about 1975. Oh, I nice. saw uh, um, Spurs um, beat Wolverhampton three three nil. Uh, Steve Perriman got a brace, and John Duncan, who a Scottish player, who then went on to manage Chesterfield in their famous cup run in 1993, when they uh, had that three three uh, game and the famous goal disallowed by david ellery um in uh, 93 against middlesbrough um he scored the other one so that was my first 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 game but i grew up as a big martin chivers fan and um, and i briefly mentioned to you earlier about the um off that you know i kind of see something similar and in, particularly in the sort of physicality between harry kane and martin chivers you know they've both got that quite statuesque, broad-shouldered kind of Physical appearance. I think that obviously, you know, Kane see, see appears to be at this stage of his career a more prolific player than Chivers. But Chivers was a great, great goal scorer. I think he was a record European goal scorer up until Defoe broke the record a few years back. And I think Kane has Kane broken it again. Uh, correct me if He's I'm wrong. He's gone ahead of Sheringham
0: now. I know that from the weekend. He's gone ahead of Sheringham in terms of um, U- times European goals. goals. I'm just talking I'm about
3: European you've... goals. Uh, European yeah. goals. Yeah. So. Um, but um yeah, I was a season ticket holder for many years in the Paxton Road. Um, I think keep, I keep my work took me abroad a lot from about 2005. so since then um, I've been sort of uh, getting to games as and when I can. I've been to one of the the benefits of us playing at Wembley. It's been a bit easier to get tickets this season and I've been to about six or seven games a season so uh, but normally I get to try to get to three or four games a season. I'd like to get to more. But um, as I said, I sort of did my season ticket hold a stint for about 14, 15 years, I think it was, and I would get a see- I did hope to get another season ticket ho- uh, season ticket again, but they just so they were so hard to get a hold of at White Hart Lane. Mm. Um, they used to be much easier um, it, it just it just seemed too difficult. so um, but anyway. There's my my potted history of being a Tottenham fan.
0: There you go. Thank you very much, Andrew. Let's turn our attention back to the game against Wimbledon on the Sunday. Steve, you was there, so let's discuss it. I mean, it took a while to get the breakthrough, really. I mean, there were a couple of scares before um, Spurs did break through, and the likes of Sonnenalli played for less than 30 minutes. Job done. With particular credit for Tissoko, as unpopular as that view might be, Steve, what did you make of the game against Wimbledon?
1: Uh, Well, let's uh, look at it it like this. Um, I I just watched the highlights, actually, uh, this evening. I didn't didn't watch them last night. Um, And it it did show Sissoko in a very good light because uh, he obviously had a little run, um, which was pretty good. And he also set up, I think, the first goal or the second goal. Um, So, you know, it showed him uh, playing well. I mean, for me, he was still the player that um, was sort of at the West Ham game as well. Um, It just doesn't look... Uh, like a Spurs player. Um, he gave the ball away quite a lot. You know, there's a lot of tutting and moaning uh, and, and giving the when he was giving the ball away, which he was doing quite a lot again. Um, and I just don't see it. I just really don't see it at all. Um, I know that... Um, Uh, Last week, when you when you talked about the West Ham game, Mm. you asked the question to one of the guys. um, You know, was he was he our? You know, although he played badly, was he really our worst midfielder? And I think the guy sort of said, no, he wasn't. Well, sorry, but he was. He's miles away, miles and miles worse than any other player we've got in our side. And you know, when you're actually at the ground and you don't just see the highlights. You, it's just, it, it, every time he gets on the ball, he looks awkward. Um, and, he, and he really, I don't see anything. Um, what he's, we, you know, we, We're trying to pick out good things that he's doing, which we shouldn't really be doing. And he's so divisive that, um, well, he's not that divisive pretty, really, because most people don't want him there. <laughs> Fans but have made up just, the minds he's divisive, Steve. That's the problem. Fans have
0: made up their
1: minds. He's so divisive, but he's the type of player that we just have to say, right, enough's enough. Uh, you know, away you go and, and uh, maybe get someone in that we can all get behind.
0: What do we do, though, Steve? You know, everyone's saying about Soko, we're not going to get our money back, are we? So, so, I mean, we're in a really, really difficult quandary here. Do we make the use of well, him? What, what do we do, Steve? I th-
1: I, th- I think we can get some money for him. Um, you know, the, the, the thing is, let's go back. Back to a couple of boo boys before him, so it was Townsend before him, and even Sonny in his first season, he he was a bit of a boo boy. But let's let's look at Townsend for example, who was absolutely slated um, for you know uh, for for week upon week. Um, And you know, if you want to talk about Adebayor as well, obviously for different reasons. But just on the Townsend thing, at least Townsend was trying to do something that is Spurs related, which is having a shot, having a having a shot on goal, which actually was was what most people were moaning at him about saying stop shooting all the time but uh, you know he's trying to make a name for himself he's trying to get himself in the team and you know that worldy unfortunately didn't come and eventually he got sold but Sissoko doesn't actually do anything <laughs> I don't I don't know what he does I, 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 just apart from looking awkward I mean he doesn't get stuck in he doesn't do any particularly great tackles I mean a run now and again I mean Clinton Enjoy I think made more you know, productive runs than Sissoko in his entire time there. So I just don't see it. And I just think we've got to cut our losses um, and just say, OK, you know, uh, who, who wants him? Who, who, who needs a player? There's going, to be, there's going to be clubs that need players, surely. Um, you're hope, I, you're hoping, Steve, aren't
0: you? <laughs> you're hoping there's going to be you know, clubs that I'd,
1: need players like him. I'd, 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 I'd take, you know, 15 million for him right now just to cut our losses and get rid of him and, and get someone else in.
0: Mm. I mean, 15 million, I think that's being generous. We can get that for him at the moment. But, Jace, let's bring you in. I mean, does Steve have, have a point? Is he as bad as what Steve's making him out to be? Because I thought we had all, an all right game against and as maybe as unpopular as that's going to sound.
2: <laughs> well, I think he was involved in several of the bright moments. But, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a 90 minute performance. But, you know, I, I think it was just the, the case of when you see his name come up on the team sheet sometimes and. And, and it was the usual thing of, why is he playing? Well, maybe he's playing because we want to give Dyer a rest, Ali a rest, Son arrest, rest, Eriksen a rest. Dembele's not properly fit. Winks is absent. Wanyama's on his first game back. So, of, of course, he's going to play. It's a league one side. So, you know, what's the problem if he plays? And and actually, on the day, you know, who really grabbed the game by the scruff of the net and had a had a brilliant game? That, that That's all I'll say. He was involved in the first two goals you know that's it so i can understand why he shows up on the the man of the match list on the on the spurs website because it, it shows four players and he was probably amongst the best four that's it's just you know just
1: no he was that, far far from it's... it jason and 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 i'm really <laughs> referring to back to the west ham game when you guys were discussing it and saying you know he he, he wasn't the worst player He he's by far the worst player
2: he, oh, he wasn't he wasn't on the west ham um, Man of the well, yeah, we're and the
1: players about that. that we had on the bench should have been playing, playing against West Ham. You know, it was crazy having fit? all those guys on the bench. Well,
2: they fit.
0: Hmm. It's, it's, Winks, it's, Winks, it's was,
2: Winks was on the bench for West Ham. He wasn't even on the bench yesterday, was
0: he, Winks? He was ill. No, he was I think Ill. he's got yeah. an injured ankle so, or something. Well, ankle, you know, and, and, had,
2: and in fairness, you know, on the West Ham game, it's still the allowance. It was the second game in 48 hours. You know, he's, he's in the squad. You've got to use him at some stage.
0: I what, let me bring Andrew in. Andrew it should have come off earlier then. Is this is this fair, criticism I Sissoko, agree with that. Let, me, let, me bring, <laughs> let me bring Andrew in. Andrew, is it fair, criticism of have having a fresh voice on the pod? What do you think?
3: Well, I, I, I'm 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 not deliberately trying to court controversy here, but I mean, um, I, I think you know we bought Sissoko basically off the back of his performances in the in the um, European Championship when he was really good for France, mm. and, and and I'm looking here at the. Um, at the defeat, um, you know, while you guys were talking, I was sort of checking around a bit for a bit of stuff about Sissoko. And uh, he was named uh, at the, the end of the season when we finished third and Leicester won the title. Uh, I don't know if you remember, bad memory, but Newcastle beat us 5-1, I think, on the last day of the season. He was man of the match. You, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, he's... I suppose what I'm trying to say, he's got talent. And I think people thought he would come to Tottenham and be this sort of impact player who would come get down the wings you 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 know dribble past people take people on you you know and he hasn't been that kind of player and it also seems that he seems like one of those he's so he's got talent I suppose is what I'm saying he's got ability Uh, that's been shown before but he seems like one of those uh, players who it's it's about his maybe about his personality about his I don't know and I think as well he's we've been playing him recently in the sort of centre of the midfield and the couple of games I saw him play um, uh, uh, at uh, uh, at Wembley, I thought he he sort of had this slightly more unsung role where he sort of, he's playing in midfield and he, he doesn't look like he's doing a lot, but he's actually blocking a lot of runs. He's, he's a big bloke. So he's got a physical presence in the midfield um, and I think we have looked a bit lightweight in midfield and I think he actually provides us, because Wanyama, who's obviously come back, provides that extra sort of muscle in the midfield. Uh, and I think that Sissoko has kind of been sort of filling that in and sort of kind of bodging it along, really. So I'm not I'm not going to get completely down on him. There's been times when I've watched him play and been really frustrated by watching him play because... I, you know, like probably like you guys as well. I watched him when he played in, in for France in the European Championship and thought, "What a player!" And when we got him, feeling excited, and then feeling very frustrated with his performances since. Yeah,
0: it's it's a difficult one to soak. It's never going to
3: just
2: on it, Rick. around, yeah,
3: gone,
2: Just, mm. just on it, Rick. In summary, I I agree with eighty-five percent of what Steve says. He's not, he's not a, a, a real Tottenham player. If we picked. A, Strongest side from, from everyone being fit. is nowhere near the starting lineup. I accept that. But we've had a season where Dyers had to go into the back four, mm. where Wanyama's missed yeah. pretty much every game, yeah. and where Winks and Dembele are clearly not fit for, for what? How long now? So, you know, you've got, we've got, what, five central midfield players, of which four of them have been unavailable for most of the time, to play in midfield. That's why Sissoko's in there. Yeah. It's simple. And in amongst that, He's had, what, I think he's played 20 games, of which probably 14 of them have been horrendous games. Or or (laughs) not quite horrendous, but awful games. And and I'm not blind to that. But in amongst a few of them, what I've said is there's been a couple of decent performances. So to say he's been of no use at all is a bit harsh. But I I think somebody described him as his season as 4 out of 10. Yes, it probably is 4 out of 10. But we can't deny the fact he's made a contribution to... Half a dozen games this season, of which, without those contributions, we might not have got the results in those games that we did. It's as simple as that. But yeah, as I yeah. say, 85% of me says, Steve's right. And if somebody gave me 15 million Vincent Mora, I'd bite their hands off for it. Yeah. Mm. And just to conclude that, I mean, on the West Ham performance,
1: okay, we saw him in the scene and you're thinking, OK, we've got those players on the bench. Uh, you know, <clears> let's <throat> see what he can do. And after about 50, 50 uh, 60 minutes, clearly, you know, still nil nil. We needed to make that substitution. And Absolutely. I'll put that down to Potch as well. Yeah, because Absolutely. Because what, yeah. What, what, what happened at Wimbledon was we're at 60 minutes, and what did he do? He brings on Sun there. It wasn't for Sissoko, but it was for Lorente, who, by the way, looked so off the pace, it was unbelievable. Mm. So Sun comes on, and it completely changed the game. It did. Um, and that's yep. what we needed to do again. West Ham, we needed to make that substitution a lot, lot earlier. So Soko coming off, and I don't care if it's going to, you know, dent his confidence or make him look a fool or whatever. We needed to, we need to get ahead in that game. Um, you know, I know he was having so many chances, and and uh, you know, what 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 more could we do if you like? But you know, the chances we were having weren't really clear cut ones. So we, we, that's what we needed to do. But anyway, you know, Sissoko, um, you know, it, it has come along. And I've, I, I championed him when he first came. And, and, and even after the first season, I said, look, let's give the guy a chance. Give the guy, uh, you know, another six months. And it's now been another six months. And I don't think he's done anything. The only thing that I would do with him is have him on the bench and, it, it, you know, bring him on uh, as, a, as a one of the front, front three. Um, if, if we need to change it up a little bit. But I wouldn't have him in that central defensive midfielder role uh, alongside um, Dyer when you've got the likes of Wanyama, Dembele, Winks when he's fit, um, you know, and even Ali can slip back in there, because it's not his position. He, he needs to be, you know, further out wide and causing havoc, running at full-backs and uh, bullying them.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, agree, I agree with that as well. I think that he, he, if you are going to have Sissoko, you've got to have him tearing down the wing, frightening the bejesus out of people, really. He can can give the ball away there, you see. He can't give
1: the ball away in the middle of the pitch, which is what he does 50% of the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's funny. We've spent... 25% 25% of the time on this show so far. It's all about psycho so I'm going to move it on. I'm sure we're <laughs> going to come back to him later in the show, maybe about transfers. I'm sure Steve will uh, be pushing that one. Let's come over to you, Jase. Um, a Kane double then, and for first goal in over four and a half years. I mean, that gave Spurs a real comfortable win. And a full 90 minutes for Wanyama, Lamella and also fourth against Wimbledon. But to be fair, they battled really well, Jace up until Kane's quick-fire double.
2: Yeah, they held out, and it was get, it was at that stage where you do start to get a bit frustrated and think, oh, come on, you know, mm-hmm. we've got to get that breakthrough. But, you know, probably the Wickham game last year was a bit too much held to scale us, so at least at least we weren't facing one of those. But it was a frustrating afternoon, but once we got that breakthrough, then the second and the third one came when it was job done, wasn't it? They didn't they didn't really hurt us that much in fairness, the one that hits the crossbar. Other than that, they got into a couple of good positions. But then the, that little lack of quality comes through that you find lower down the division. So I don't think there was any doubt that Tottenham deserved their win, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Can I ask you, Jase, do you think the selection of Kane shows Pochettino is taking the competition more seriously than last season?
2: Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because the, the general perception was that the fact that Kane's in it shows that Tottenham are taking it seriously. But if you take Kane out that side, probably other than Vertonghen... The other nine that started wouldn't have started that game probably if it was a league game so then then in which case you think well how strong you know how serious was the lineup you got a couple of players coming back from injury you got a couple of rotation choices and you got you you had a few youngsters in there so um i think kane's name itself makes it look like we've taken it more seriously but you know, we took it seriously enough, didn't we? That that That's all that we needed to do to take a League Two side on. And, and you'd expect that type of side probably to be playing at, at Newport in, in what is it, two or three weeks' time.
0: Yeah. come over to you, Andrew, do you think we give Pochettino some credit then for that line-up? Because many in the week, I mean, it's fair to say against West Ham, they slated him for maybe not changing the game as quickly as what he should have done. I mean, I, what I love about Pochettino is that, you know, he has got the ability to change a game. But what we've seen recently with Poch is that he's more reactive rather than proactive so that he's at the moment his loyalty towards his players cannot be questioned. But sometimes when you do need to change a game, the argument is that he doesn't always do that. So therefore, do you think he deserves the credit, Andrew, for filling the team he did against Wimbledon? Well, he
3: got the result and that mm. and that's what matters, right? So, uh, you, you know, we can discuss the line-up or whatever. And uh, ultimately, he made the right choice because we won the game 3-0 mm. Um, I, I was listening to it on the radio and, you, you know, and having been to a couple of games, you know, the couple of games I've been to this season, particularly the Swansea game at Wembley, where we did kind of labour, you know, and you kind of felt in the first half that we were sort of labouring again against uh, a kind of uh, mediocre Wimbledon side who, you, you know, appeared to have themselves very well organised um, and, uh, you know, everybody behind the ball and just trying to to, to stop us uh, um, um, getting the result that we needed. And obviously that, that, that you know, their quality, um, you, you know, wasn't uh, as good as ours, even though, as Jason just pointed out, it was a, a relatively sort of uh, second string team. But yeah, I mean, you can't, you, you know, Potts got the result. Uh, he, he's, you, you know, we're going to Newport next. Obviously... What kind of side is he going to play play there? Um, it, you know, going further in the competition is going to be very important for our season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the credit is in the results.
0: Yeah, indeed. I mean, Steve, come over to you just to remind people out there that may not have remembered the team from the weekend. So, Yama started his first game. In over three months to Spurs, it also starts with Vaughan, Fife, Walker-Peters, Lamella and Lorente. Not to also forget, a strong bench, including Larice, Dyer, Erickson, Ali and Son. You look at what other teams have done over the weekend, Steve. I mean, you've got to say, in terms of the team, there can't be any arguments in terms of what you put out there against Wimbledon.
1: No, you have to, you have to well, we wanted to see, you know, a strong team. You know, you pay your money, you, you, you make the journey up there. And when I saw the team, I was like, great, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this because i was a bit worried about seeing you know i know i know people like to say well you need to the youngsters but you know if you're paying the money to go and actually watch the game and it's not just the amount of the ticket because that was all right but it's you know it's everything else that goes with it three pounds 30 for a coke and you know if you, you take your boy you got to buy him a sandwich or whatever and that's you know whatever it is seven quid for a packet of chips ridiculous <laughs> See, talking about the catering again i feel like every time uh,
0: you're on the price of the food keep going up is
1: that just oh, is that just you it's unbelievable I, and I went to Club Wembley this time to have a look what that was all about. Right, and uh, it was it, it was really funny because they've got thing they've got these things called seats uh, in the in the uh, in the gangways whereas if you go if you go anywhere else I don't know, I don't know which clock like on the lower tier but on the upper tier you can't actually sit down so if you go down and have a drink at half time you have to stand up or sit in the corner anyway uh, so look, basically i was really happy with the team um, you know harry kane coming in was 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 terrific to uh, to see because you know lorente again is somebody that i'd cut my losses and get rid of because you know he's just not he's just not oh, no we the,
0: left the, at this right stevie where you're balls.
1: going yeah i mean i i just think and and I tell you, what does worry me a little bit, is our lack of a young a young stri- striker. <clears throat> you know, I don't follow the youth teams or anything. But have we not got a, a, a young striker?
0: Isn't I think Kaziya Sterling is the one that Pochettino was, in a summary, he said he's the one that he was looking to promote into the the first team squad. I mean, we saw him against Apoel. I think he came on, but apart from that, really, um, there hasn't been much. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much there as far as I'm, I think that's I, can what, tell. I right.
1: think that's possibly what we need to do. Possibly, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, not a massive signing, but but somebody that somebody needs to work on to get because because uh, Wimbledon had a couple of tasty, you know, strikers up there, uh, you know, young kids who who looked half decent. So you know, go and get a cut the cut kids from from one of these other sides, just so, so, just so we've got a little bit of uh, you know something else rather than into because we kind of relied on we had to play Harry Kane because there is we haven't got another striker.
0: Mm. It's it's a like I say it's another quandary with Spurs. I mean, there's no doubt. Lorente, as we know, was a last-minute signing on the final day. Maybe they were looking at different options. Who knows if they still are? Because it's fair to say, Jay's coming over to you. Um, the Lorente transfer, however you want to look at it, hasn't gone as great as what we wanted. I mean, there were some fans that at times would like to see us play with two strikers, like we did um, against Wollongong. We did it against Real Madrid as well. Did you see enough in that partnership between Kane and Lorente at the weekend, Jays to think it's like we could try again? as two
2: up front? No, not really, because I think if to play with Kane and Lorente up front, then you're looking at two, probably, of Ericsson, Ali, and Son missing out to to allow to play with with two genuine strikers. For me, I, I know Kane can play as a 10, but I want Harry Kane up front as a number nine and the focal point. So, you know, for me, it's difficult to play Lorente with him because I think you'd, you'd miss it from, you know, Ali and Son, like, like running in and beyond Kane and, and getting beyond him and getting onto balls that he can play one twos around. Which, if Lorente and Kane are on there, then you're you're taking that space and uh, ability away from those players. So go for
1: me, Rick. Can I just say state, that yeah. Jason is absolutely spot on? I don't know if you you saw the whole game, Jason, but um, the first half, Kane kept dropping back into the midfield. Yeah. He, he did it time and time and time again. And although he got a couple of shots in in the first half, he kept on dropping back. So, And then what happened was we brought Sun on for Lorente, and Kane went, right, cheers. And we just went straight on the last man. And that's why he got his two goals. And oh, we so immediately scored the two you're, goals. You're absolutely right. And Kane needs yep. to be our striker. Yeah.
0: I agree. Well, what, let's bring Andrew. I've got a question to ask you, Andrew. I mean, a crowd of 47,527. Um, against Wimbledon on the Sunday, just less than 2,500 than the West Ham game. Do that really shows, Andrew, how much the FA Cup still means to Spurs fans? There's definitely, for me, that seems to be what Spurs fans still kind of linger. They want to see Tottenham get over the line in an FA Cup to finally get that trophy, that first one on board under Pochettino.
3: Well, I think probably that... The, I think the tickets were a lot cheaper. That's, than that's a fair point. <laughs> well, and I think that that would... Uh... Maybe pulling a lot of people who, who just think, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go to the game," and, and possibly a lot of neutral fans, Wimbledon fans. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, obviously, you you, you know, the, the FA Cup. I mean, uh, any Spurs fan of my age, I don't know the, the age of the other guys. You know, we sort of raised on the sort of FA Cup winning exploits. I mean, there was a point when, you know, it kind of galls me when I watch the the coverage of the of the Nottingham Forest Arsenal game. Haha. Um, or, <laughs> When they, you know, when they talk about Arsenal being the record FA Cup winners, because we were the record FA was, Cup winners at
0: one,
3: yeah. But you, you, you. So of course you want to see Spurs go as far as we can in that competition, and, and um, you, you know, and and it's good to see the the uh, yeah, it's good to see the club reduce the uh, ticket price uh, because they they want to get the fans in there. And um, I was at the Millwall game, the last one at White Hart Lane, and. Uh, uh, last last year, and it was uh, a great atmosphere. It was just such a great football occasion in the quarterfinals, and and I think I always think the quarterfinals, uh, uh, you, you know, because they're always at uh, you, you know they're not a neutral venue, and I always think the quarterfinals are one of the sort of most exciting FA Cup games. You know, particularly when they're at home because it's such a, a passionate atmosphere. Because the next game is obviously the semi, which is a bigger game, so. um yeah, I mean, I look forward to a good cup run for, for Spurs this season. Actually, I, I hope we go uh, all the way. I mean, we, we got very close last season, and we just didn't get over that uh, over the the last hurdle.
0: Yeah, well, was like I say, that Chelsea game. Still, it kind of needles away the fact that we didn't manage to get over that line. But I've got to ask you, come around to you again, Steve. I mean, that that first half. I mean, it's fair to say it was similar. To that West Ham game where you had kind of eleven men camping so deep, we had eighty three percent of the possession, eleven shots, but we wouldn't hit, have hit the woodwork as well in that first half. Do you think, Steve, we have to find a better way of breaking teams down as it seems to be this kind of reoccurring theme at Wembley, the fact that we kinda of go into the break nil nil. Um, and again we haven't to rely on a kind of a second half performance to, to really turn a game, if you see what I'm trying to get to here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We had 31 chances against West Ham. We had 27 against Wimbledon. And, uh, you know, and we only scored four goals. Um, Whereas, you know, uh, other teams seem to have three or four chances and score. Um, And, you know, it it is unbelievable. But it is football at the same time, which which is why we love the game. Um, I think that... We need to be a little bit more, you know, I've said before about Pochettino not being obvious, in fact, saying nothing before a game, saying nothing after a game. Even Levy, the same, you know, I've been, I've been in debates this week about what Levy said about the stadium, um, you know, uh, w- whether or not we have got money for transfers, whether we haven't. You know, Levy said this, Levy said this. and I think that before games and after games, they shouldn't say anything because if you tell us, you've got to tell everyone. However, during a game, the opposition manager can't, you know, has to react. So I think we need to be a little bit more obvious in what we're doing. So Poch needs to sort of go, right, OK, it's nil-nil. We're going out to West Ham after 55 minutes. I'm going to make a change now. No, of course, yeah, I agree. You know, and, sort of, mm-hmm. and sort of be... And so, you know, come out and sort of say right. Even even call over Sissoko. He knows the game's on telly. Call him over and then, you know, whisper in his ear. Get up, point. Get up front. So at least as fans, we're saying, oh look, he's telling Sissoko to get up front. There, that's a good idea. Rather than all this caginess and what's he telling? What's he doing? Do that before and after the game, but during the game, be a little bit more animated in telling the players what you want them to do. And makes that make that change like he did with them. Um, With the sun coming on. So, you know, even if you're not going to make the change, if you like, if you don't want to dent the guy's... Uh, confidence at least make instructions that that you're looking to do something um but just going back to the uh, saying about the, the you know the crowd there I know some a lot of people were tweeting about all this tourists business and uh, I just can't understand it I mean I go to the game with my boy I don't I, I don't even look at anybody else it's just me and him it's our experience and, uh, and we enjoy it and we sit down I don't know sitting next to me to the left or the right or behind me I don't and I don't I don't say if someone was Talking in yeah. a foreign accent or what type of accent? I just enjoy the game myself. I can't understand these people that go to these football matches and sit there and go, oh, the bloke over there's clearly got a German accent. Or there's a couple of blokes from Korea over there. Or, I mean, my goodness. That, oh, where are you from? Oh, two minutes up the road. All right, then. Well, you can come and support Spurs then. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's a global like, game these now.
0: Con- global these game.
1: people that concern mm-hmm. themselves with, you know, with uh, with tourists coming to Tottenham. Let's just pack the stadium with as many Spurs fans as we can, great. and all have a laugh.
0: Yeah,
3: agree. And have more money to spend on, a better, on better
0: players. You there know, you go, like that's me. the key, that's the key. <laughs> Jace, I want to come over to you. Shrius Rayo says, what do you think we need to do? There was break teams down who'd sit back and do nothing but defend we're at Wembley. We seem, to have a no, we seem to have no problem beating teams last season. Is it the extra size of the pitch such a major factor?
2: I think the size of the pitch has definitely affected the way we press press teams. I think last year we were winning the ball... Much more frequently in and around the opposition's box and, and forcing mistakes. And funnily enough, with the third goal came from that, didn't it? Where Yan, yeah, won the ball off off a Wimbledon player. I think maybe the size of the pitch has affected that. And then if you're not pressing quite as much, you're leaving bigger gaps for them to to escape from. So, but it's certainly something that we we've got to do. I think you know. Also, we've said it before as well, haven't we? If if teams are, are so negative. Uh, and have blocked their routes, then you've got to make better use of the corners and free kicks and things like that that we get. And we saw that at Swansea, fully enough, a couple of days ago, didn't we? All right. <laughs> we all know probably the goal under a VAR wouldn't have stood. But the fact we got the delivery and scored early from a set-piece help. So there's various things. But, you know, at the end of the day, mate, if if teams really want to sit back and defend, sometimes sometimes it's it's going to work for them and we've seen it happen to other teams it's it's just not it's not always a question of what we do sometimes the opposition just have an answer to it and it's it's not as simple yes. as people make out sometimes you have to give the other side a little bit of credit you know the whole result isn't dictated to by uh, by only tottenham Hotspur playing it otherwise you know we'd get the result every week wouldn't we yeah it's not nice it's mm. it's, it's not that it's not that i'm saying we, we shouldn't look to improve it but you know, lots of people will tell you exactly how to break teams down, and yet there's times when Klopp and Mourinho and Wenger and Conte and even Guardiola have teams part their bus, and they haven't had the answer to undoing it. So I'm certainly not qualified to tell you how to do it properly every time.
0: Andrew, I want to come round to you. So, Harry Kane's quick-fire brace now for Spurs at the weekend. Sees him have 27 goals for the season in just 26 games. It moves him ahead of Teddy Sheringham in the all-list of Spurs' top goal scorers. You just get that feeling, Andrew, that Kane, if he could, he'd play every game, wouldn't he?
3: He wouldn't only play every game. He, he wants a hat-trick every <laughs> game, you know. So, it's... it's no. um, it's um No, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, uh, you know... Um, I. A place where I work, we were discussing him. I was discussing him with some of my colleagues, and we were just—they were all in awe of him. You know what? he You know, he's the thing about him. He's got such a great physical presence as well. You, you know, when you look at all the other attributes of the, of his game, um, but it, just the way he leads the line. We 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 had that discussion earlier about him playing alone up front. My my concern is is putting him under that pressure all the time, uh, and I don't mean mentally, I'm talking about physically, um, whether that's going to take it out of him too much for the amount of games that we play. So he's still quite young. I mean, so we, we should still be able to get, get a lot more out of him. I just wanted to just quickly say as well about um, when you were, you were asking um, Jason there about the uh, laboured you know how Spurs have laboured at Wembley. And One of the yep. things, as well, I, sorry to just jump back to no, that. That'd be silly. That. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Is that Carl Walker? I mean, we miss him. You know, because he stretched the the opposition. Uh, far more than than uh, Trippier, Ben Davis, or whoever we've got in there, uh, Sergio, whatever. does. He, you, you know, and and I just think that we've really, really missed him this season. Obviously, he's at City now; he's gone, but we haven't really replaced him. And um, in in terms of what he, how we, how much he stretched the opposition. Um, so, um, but but uh, you know, going back to Kane, um, yeah, I mean, phenomenal. Phenomenal player. I was just reading online that he's now valued as the the world's third uh, most valued player. So, um, you you know, everybody knows how good he is. And I guess we just want to see, you you know, I want to see how far we can go in the Champions League. I really want to see him develop as a player to see him, uh, uh, you, you know, take that extra step up to be scoring those goals to be, um, you know, leading the Tottenham line against the likes of Juventus, the Bayern Munichs, the Barcelonas. You know, this is where... Because I think he's that good, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, phenomenal player. And like I say, regardless of whatever opposition he seems to score, Steve, I yeah. want to ask you, you're the advocate of saying, Poggettino, you'd rather be oblivious and not know anything. Well, at the weekend, he came out with some comments about Kane saying that, you know, he cannot promise he can he will stay at Tottenham. He hopes his love will be enough. I mean he's talking on the back of Coutinho's move to Barcelona. I mean is it a case where do you think the media are blowing those headlines out, out of proportion Steve or is it again a case that you just want to, you know, don't talk about it. Do we have to bring this up?
1: Yeah, I mean it's slow it's slow news isn't it even tonight on Talk Sport, They they talked about the cricket. And then he said, yeah, coming up, um, you know, all about Kane. Canceled and now wants, Kane. He's, yeah. he's now come out and said he wants to win trophies. Uh, so, are, is he going to do that at Tottenham? And isn't it time for him to leave and all this sort of stuff? And, you know, it's it's really simple, isn't it? You can't promise that any player would <laughs> stay. Um, and Harry Kane wants to win trophies. Wow, isn't that a shock? Uh, you know, he, he he's not somebody that's coming out and saying, I want to earn as much money as possible. Um, but it, it just goes hand in hand that the team that wins the most trophies Trophies also pay the most money. So if he does go to Man City, we know he's not going. I, you know, I think he's not going for the money. Which you know is a funny one when you talk to Liverpool fans about Sterling. And they say, "Well, he went for the money." Well, actually, no, he went to win trophies, which is exactly what he's doing. Um, and you know, if Kane decides that he wants to do that, then um, yeah, it's up to him. And um, you know, as, as Spurs fans, it breaks our hearts. But uh, what can you do? Um, you know, the, the only thing that you you know, he would only ever go to those two Manchester clubs, um, or he would go to one of the top three clubs in world football. You know, Bayern Munich, or probably not them, but you know, Barcelona or Real Madrid. Um, so that's that, that's what we're looking at. And you know, in, in all honesty, it's great that we have got players that we're talking about. That aren't we? Because course, if yeah, you yeah. go back fifteen years, well, we're talking about transferring players like Nick Barnby <laughs> to, Wim- uh, to, to to Middlesbrough, oh, you know, thanks. and Stevie Carr Stevie Carr who was great for us oh, I, I want to go and play for Newcastle now. And you're going, wait there, you know, we're Tottenham Hotspur and we're selling these players to these clubs, mm-hmm. you know, and they're willingly, you know, and they're asking to go there. Um, and now we've got, you know, where are our best players going to go? Only to those top, if you like, four or five elite clubs. Um, and it's, it's pure speculation. But, you know, like I say, if players want to go we've got to sell them We can't keep players that want that want to stay uh, that want to go nope. if they want to go you've got to sell them and you know all this stuff about you can't sell them to rivals well, sorry, but you can't keep players that um, that, that want to go, and you can't keep play, stop players going to a rival if they're the only ones that are, are going to willing to pay two hundred million or whatever it would be to to prize Kane away.
0: Yeah. And the funny thing is like you say there, Steve, you see it down the road, don't you, what that's causing the aggro having two players that don't particularly maybe want to be at the club in Sages and Ozil. You can see it's having a detrimental effect in terms of results, in terms of the dressing room, you can see a divide there. But at the same time, I think with Harry Kane coming over to you, Jace, he has made Do you know a point. what though, Rick? Sorry, oh, can yeah, I just yeah. say do, yeah. that
1: if, but if you go back five years mm. when we had Bale, mm. what would we, what we'd all be sitting there talking about Bale? Oh no, we can't sell Bale. Yeah, what no, would happen if if yeah. Bale went, and yeah. then Harry Kane come along, yeah. so you know if Harry Kane does go, it's not the end of the world. Someone else will come along. Don't we you worry about so. that?
0: Yeah. We hope so. But a bit the thing with that argument is, Jace Kane, in the form he's in. I mean, he's a, he's a freak of nature and he? he's a special, special player. I mean, he has made a point, Jase, in those in those quotes that listen. Um, if as long as he sees Spurs progressing in the right direction, still competing for trophies, then you know he loves the club. So. I don't know, Jace, is it the media sensationalising a the headline there, do you think?
2: Well, I think we've just got used to it, haven't we? I mean, let's be fair about it. From the moment he really became a first-team player, we've had it every summer. Don't forget the last, I think the first two summers, he was definitely going to Man United. And mm. there we are. He's still at Tottenham. You know, to me, I don't, I don't think we've got to worry too much until the end of next season. And, you know, once that first year of the new stadium, I think hes uh, they've probably done enough work to convince him to stay in, at least for that season into the new stadium. And then, then we'll see where we are as a club we, once that season's over, plus where he is with his wage packet once that season's over. But, you know, of course the club can't say he'll be there forever. I mean, let's be fair about it. You don't know if his wife will suddenly in two years' time fancy... Uh, living in Madrid or Barcelona and at the moment he may not be getting pressure from home and in two years time she might fancy that so you know let's not be funny mate in two years time he might have had a terrible knee ligament injury and he's not even good enough for our first team isn't he so you know don't worry about what's going to happen two years down the line at the moment just enjoy what we're seeing and and I'm convinced it will be there certainly as I say throughout next season and then we might have a problem if 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 certain scenarios are in place. I mean, yeah. a, a, I mean, the other thing I'd say is, you know, a year ago when everyone was talking about Harry Kane, no one was talking about Mbappe. And then suddenly another player pops up and, oh, everyone wants Kylian Mbappe. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, you don't know if in a year's time somebody who's at Schalke will suddenly score 40, 50 goals and, and he'll be the new hot topic, do you? No. Those types of things happening. Uh, in football. Boys, if, if, if
1: Sonny scores a hat-trick against Everton, what do you think the Sunday headlines were going to be all about? am <laughs> Munich want Son. You know, it won't be. It won't be. You know, whoever's on form that that day, all of a sudden, Bayern Munich or Real Madrid want to buy them. And it sells papers.
0: Which is it. I mean, Andrew, coming around to you, is there any concern to you about Harry Kane? Or is it just enjoying him as long as we have him? Stop stop worrying about it for the moment.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't... You know, I take on very much what both Jason and Steve have been saying, Mm -hmm. is that you can sit there getting worried about this all the time. You know, you can go back... You know, you look at the players that we did sell. Modric was another one that went a um, uh, couple of players to Man United. Kyle Walker, as I said, I think it, we've missed him a lot this season. Um, and uh, But the the club keeps moving. You know, the team keeps moving. We, we've still got a very good youth set up. We've still got Pochettino, is a great coach, at bringing through young talent. So, I, you know, I'm keeping faith with the setup. Um I think this season if you look at uh, our progression in the league, um, we've progressed since Pochettino's come in. And this season we haven't progressed so much. And I think that um, that probably adds a bit of concern in terms of, because, you know, we finished third, we finished second. Well, where do you finish after that? If you want to keep progressing, it's first. And obviously that doesn't look like it's on the cards this season. So then you do start to get concerned. Are our big players going to stay but you keep faith with the, with the setup. You keep faith with the project. You keep faith with the, with the manager. To be honest, I'd be more concerned if Pochettino was on his no, way than if Harry Kane was on his way. Yeah. So uh, um, it, it, that's my that would be my main fear right now is losing Pochettino. If we got 250 million quid for Harry Kane, you, you, you know, obviously I wouldn't want to see him go. But you could get a, you, you know you can get quite a good few other players well, for that kind of money, you know, so we'll take we'll take each uh, game as it comes and, and uh, you, you, you know, see how we go.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, let's bring it back just to about Jan Vertongen from Sunday's game. Steve, come around to you, despite scoring on the Sunday, I mean, I think he deserves a special mention for Tonga for his continued consistency. When you think he's had Sanchez out of viral missing out next to him in periods and also the continuous rotation of full-backs, just how consistent as his performance has been Steve he hasn't dropped at all has he he's been brilliant for and over this last I'd say year what? and a half or so
1: No, he's brilliant and, and, and the most deceptive thing about him is that because he's such an elegant player that he's not tough and uh, I think I saw somebody said that he was you know, the, the, the toughest player at Spurs and he, <laughs> and he is he's absolutely solid um, and, you know, he's been Mr. Consistent, br- br- brilliant player. Um, and, you know, I absolutely love him. I still think he's the best left back at the club as well. Um, but uh, that's, that's a whole nother debate. Um but look you know we're talking about these these players we played we played most of the season with uh, with a very very under par dembélé who actually is our best player uh, we've played without Alderweireld, we played without onyama who was our best player last season mm-hmm. um and although we're not as well placed in the league although i don't know where we were like this time last season maybe third or fourth um we uh, are we, we, we're the best side in the Champions League with Real Madrid in our group. So, you know, although we, we, it doesn't look as if we've progressed, um, we actually probably have, haven't we, Jace, if you look at game for game and the number of games we've won compared to last year? I, 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 I can't remember. Very similar.
2: Points. It's, it's, it's not a lot different, but I think it's right, points we've less. improved in yep. Europe. And, you yeah. know, we'll know more, I think, like I say, we'll know more how far we've progressed at the end of this month when we have that Man United, Liverpool. Arsenal run because that will probably dictate whether we're going to finish inside or outside that top four and you know the debate we might have on what, what we on today, 8th of January or whatever may be totally different in three or four weeks time so let's get through that little run and then we'll have a better idea of, of where we are and, and, and what's possible for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean Steve brought it up there Jace. great to see Wanyama back in action, that's his full first 90 minutes over three months, I mean you can't underestimate how big it's going to be Jase Jamming in the back of Spurs' midfield, the heart of it
2: well, I think Wanyama, in a way, is is particularly with Toby out at the same time. You know, Wanyama can be the one that will will dictate whether we play with a three at the back, and you can drop Dyer back into that back three, or whether Dyer has to play, you know, into midfield with four two three one because Wanyama's not there. I think when Wanyama brings that little bit of flexibility into the side, and he's such a powerful unit, isn't he? And it's it's, a, it's brilliant to have him back with those runner games coming up at the end of the month. But let's just give him proper time to you know we rushed him back i think for that chelsea game didn't we he hadn't had much pre-season we rushed him back for chelsea he cost us one of the reasons we lost that game was him losing the ball and then we see. didn't see him after that so let's just make sure he's fully fit and uh, and then we'll hopefully get the, the the victor wanyama back that we had last season
0: Fingers crossed. Andrew, bringing you in, what did you make of Vertonghen and Yama's performances? Are, um, you're happy with Vertonghen? Because for me, he's been like a Rolls-Royce for the last year and a half for Spurs. And Yama, great to see him back in a Spurs shirt. Well, I mean, you,
3: you, you know, all the comments everybody said about Vertonghen, I mean, it's, it's you, you know, he, he just oozes class. He, mm. he did from the moment we bought him, you know, he just, he looks composed. He looks, he's always looked, uh, um, you, you know, mature. He doesn't. He doesn't sort of uh, look stressed out. He he kind of just, he's a really, really classy centre-back. Um, Wanyama, so it was, it was good to see him get the goal. I, I did. I thought it was a bit of a fluky goal, but uh, it was still good to see him get the goal. He enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, and he should do. I yeah. mean, he's good, um, you, you, you know, he, he looked very happy in the interview. He looked very happy and... It's just good. It gives the you know it gives a player like him a little boost, and uh, it's kind of good to see Wanyama. From what I saw yesterday, from what I heard on the radio, he looked great. He, you, you know, he is such a as, as, as Jason said, such a solid unit. That's a great term for Victor Wanyama. He just looks like you, you know none shall pass. You know, and. Uh, you kind of really need that in in the Premier League to compete, at, you know, to get into that top four. You need somebody in there who's really going to kind of physically dominate um, that space or, or physically compete in that way. Um, so yeah, it's really really good to see him back and uh, um, and and j- just sort of go back to what Steve said. Um, yeah, we have progressed. and my previous comments, we have very much progressed in the Champions League. There's mm. no doubt about that. Yeah, I just feel that the league performances haven't, we just haven't seemed to have got that. So I think being at Wembley in the same way as we were at home last season where we just bossed the whole season basically yeah. at home.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a real difficult one.
1: On, Steve. on that on that Wanyama thing, yeah. I was going to say that uh, uh, um, Jace mentioned about if you play Wanyama and Dyer, then you know Dyer may, would maybe be uh, part of the back uh, back five. But actually, I think if you play Wanyama and, and Dyer, you can push Dyer on and get him in the mixer. Uh, you know, push push him on because I think Dyer actually enjoys playing further up the field. Uh, you know, so you have got Wanyama protecting the back four or back five, and Dyer's pushing on, joining the attacks, which uh, I think is frightening for any defence.
0: Yeah, I mean, Dier, that seems to always be a debate, isn't it, Was his best position? But I tell you what, Steve, you want to cut of minutes to talk about transfers. The stage is yours, Steve. What did you want to tell us? What did you want to throw well, into the mix-up? It links
1: in, actually, because okay. I think Dier plays an awful lot of games in the back four or back five. And I think that his best position is in midfield, whether it's a holding or even pushing on. Um, so I've been thinking, uh, you know, a lot of players uh, You know, these teams, you look at this Johnny Evans transfer and you think, Johnny Evans, what's going on? You know, why why do um, Man City need another centre-back? Why do Arsenal need another centre-back? But the, the fact is that centre backs do get injured, and we've we you know we in particular uh, uh, we've lost Sanchez through um, uh, bread cards. We've lost uh, you know world for obviously for injury. Yeah. Vertonghen, if you if you remember the last two seasons, he missed lot the last the last ten games mm-hmm. I think in the last two seasons, or he certainly got injured, didn't he, around sort of February time yeah. and missed a lot of games. So I actually think we need another centre back. So uh, rather than dropping Dyer back there. So here's my suggestion, and I'm going to, going to cause a few ripples here, all right? <laughs> here we go. So we, we, right, so we... <laughs> Steve, right? so we, Steve, we, I'm not having Ryan Shawcross. No, Oh, dear. Not Ryan Shawcross. I'm thinking of a player, right, who is who is notoriously a, a class player, okay? Plays for one of the top sides, got Premier League experience, currently not playing, not out of favour for his current first-team coach, Okay. I know, He's you're, a I know vile you're talking, about. I know who you're talking
0: so about. Are you talking, about David, are you talking about David Luiz?
1: Steve? I can't stand him, but right. in a Spurs shirt, I might like him a bit winding up the other players, and I'm talking about David Louise. What you are your thoughts? That.
0: That's why I just said, yeah, David Louise. I thought you were going to say that. I mean, not a bad <laughs> player. Definitely adds a bit of height to the team. Jace, let's get your thoughts on that. Um,
2: I prefer Ryan Shawcross in that case. <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, but is that is That's that because, badly. Jace, he plays no, for Chelsea? No, see, you
0: know, Steve, I know
2: is what that you're saying. Because he plays because, for Chelsea? No, no, no. I, I know what you're saying. I'd, I'd perhaps, if I was picking David Louise, I'd I'd perhaps play him in midfield rather than as a back.
3: Yeah, he can play back, midfield. But, That's um, what
2: I thought of him. But, you know, I know what you mean. But because I think, oh, going back, what, 18 months when I I mentioned Fabregas as a name and everyone was, oh, you can't have him yeah. if he's playing for Chelsea and Arsenal. I know what you're the, saying. And, yeah, David Luiz Just how do you say as that? Well.
1: You, you, we, we're not going to get anyone, right, from Man United, Man City or Liverpool. Not going to happen. Get it out of your head. So what makes you think we Chelsea
0: can't will sell to us, Steve? What makes you think Chelsea will definitely sell to us?
1: <laughs> well, I think they want to get rid of the player. That's all I'm, that's all I'm thinking. am thinking. To strengthen a, strength and, and and a and rival though, Steve,
0: because they're, they're technically going to strengthen a rival for that Champions League spot. Chelsea are in really the same position as us. There's not many points between us and them, to be honest with you. But th- well, th- they they wouldn't. Well,
1: they wouldn't sell a player that they want to keep to us, but they'd sell a player that they don't want to us. Like uh, you know, like 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 you know, we, we we had to do with Man City with Walker. You know, we didn't want to sell him to them, but it was the, it was the, it was the only option. So I mean, you I, know, I mean don't, if we have the only Luis, option and they need to get rid of him, then why not?
3: Let's bring Andrew in, David Luiz. You know, sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. David Luiz is obviously a quality player and Chelsea do seem to want to offload. But he's always struck me as a kind of player as well who sort of might be a bit divisive within a squad, um, might cause a few kind of ructions between between a squad. So I, I don't know if he would, uh, on that basis, whether Pochettino would even look at him. Because I do think that you do get that sense that the squad is quite important. You know, having that team spirit is quite important. Um uh, uh, for 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 Pochettino and and for the sort of Spurs project as it is whereas sort of David Luiz seems one of those sort of players who'll come in and you y- you know uh, upset people I don't know if, if that's the right kind of um, impression I've got of him but yeah um... I
1: think you have to ignore all that sort of stuff and just uh, you know and just give it a go but look we're not going to get him so I don't even know why we're debating <laughs> it Carl
0: <laughs> <I'll, well>, tell <laughs> what, let me let me go back to Andrew for a second Andrew do you think we need something in this window Looking at our squad, do you um, think because we obviously Barkley was the player that everyone thought was going to sign, ended up going to che- uh, ended up going to Chelsea? Do you think looking at that squad, is it strong enough? Do you think to get a top four finish again, or do you think it still needs an additional two? I mean, I
3: think we do personally. Um, it, I I was uh, reading earlier that uh, was it Gomez from Barcelona. That's the that, one. Yeah, looking at him. Yeah, yeah, uh, from from uh, Fulham. Mm. Um, obviously, Zahara. um at, uh, um, yeah. From Palace, and and I kind of do feel that that you know sort of getting that kind of extra quality, um, someone we can bring through and develop as a player, um, so he fits into the into the system. Um, you, you you know rather than the sort of finished product um, is a good thing in terms of the development. I think that uh, going back to the whole sort of project of sort of Spurs moving into the new ground and. You know, we got the biggest ground, biggest club ground in 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 London. You know, and oh, yeah. uh, you, you you know we're 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 looking to get up to that top table. But I think that you, you know it is a it is a project. It needs managing, um, and um, it, it, you you know these things do take time to really come to fruition. But, um, yeah, I think that we, if we're going to look to for Champions League, to really cement that, we need to bring in a couple of people, yeah.
0: OK, let me bring up bring Steve. Steve, I mean, we're discussing transfers, now's the time. I mean, you look at that squad, like I've said, I've r- already repeated myself, we did miss out on Barkley. Do you think, Steve, before the end of jam we need to maybe do a little bit of business to strengthen some areas of the squad?
1: I, th- I think we do, uh, and I think it's again, it's it's we need to make a little statement. You know, I have said earlier about Poch needs to be a little bit more animated on on the touchline. Just just so it gives us a clue as to what he's thinking about halfway through the second half. You know, if it's nil nil in a game, um, and I think we do need to make a uh, you know a couple of little statements here. You know, I've had i argument that we can't you can't spend too much money because of the stadium, and people say yeah, but the stadium wasn't in the budget, the transfers and all this sort of stuff. And Levy said this and Levy said that, and I'm thinking no. I'm sorry, if you're buying a new stadium, paying for it, then you you know the money does come into it because it's all the same organisation. Um, you know that side. I, like I say, we we're not going to get anybody from Man United, Man City, or Liverpool. Not going to happen. They're not going to come to Tottenham. I'm sorry, they're not. And not uh, We're
0: say, not going to say Palace are not going to sell Wilfred They're in the middle of a relegation battle. I'm not sure if people think this. There's no way. Harris has said it. The chairman Hodson has said it. There's no way Zahar's coming to Spurs. unless I think he's a great player, he could improve our squad. Do you know, do you know Rick, Rick,
1: Ricky? Ricky, mm. yeah. Ricky, we're not going to get him because they're going to they're going to say, okay, hit sixty million. Oh yeah. And we're, gonna, that we're, as well. we're just going to say, sorry, we're, we're not paying that. Well, we're not paying name, 50 Steve, or sixty million.
0: Steve, give us a name who you think we could get that would improve this squad for the rest of the season.
1: Well, I think you know, you're either looking at you know, uh, 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 someone that plays for Chelsea who, because he's the only, uh, in terms of big clubs. Other than that, you've got to go to uh, mid-table clubs who uh, are players that aren't get, uh, are not are, are first-teamers because what's the point of getting a second, someone who's on the reserve bench? So whoever plays for those mid-table teams you know, regularly um, that fancies a step up. Barkley, in fact, was an ideal person. Uh, before he got injured, and, and 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 you know now, unfortunately, I'm hoping that um, you know his career is finished, um, which is a real shame because I've <laughs> a I nice really like him as a player. He's a nice you know, guy. What, 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 and I'm not proud of myself for saying that, but uh, you know you play for Chelsea now. I'm not happy. But um, look, it, it I, I can't think of a name because because there's so many. Um, you know, the, 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 there's not that striker we need. There's. Yeah, Ryan Shawcross, perfect. What do you think, Jace?
2: <laughs> god <laughs> I knew he'd bring up Ryan Shawcross.
1: No, yeah. no, it'll, it'll be all
0: right. He's when past Arsenal. it now. Jase, who do you, Jace, Let I me think. ask you, Jase. Then, what do you think? You know, we've had discussions weekly about the transfers, even before the window opened. We had Lawon who was still thinking that Barkley was a possibility at the time. That didn't happen. Look, I'll tell sport, you Jace, who. Rick. Really, all right, go on, go for it. I
1: just thought, sorry, Rick. Yeah, yeah I just on. thought. Cover, cover those lads, lads. Cover those forwards that play for Bournemouth. I think they're pretty good. Josh
0: King and the other one Wilson. Wilson. Wilson.
1: <laughs> he he looks like a good
0: player. Well, that that was
3: it. Is it Simon Brereton who played was it Forrest. I can't remember his he first. looks all right, yeah. Yeah, he was he's only eighteen, you yeah. know. I mean, uh, he, he looks like a great prospect, you know.
0: Could be one. I mean, Jace, let's get an answer from you. What do you think?
3: Well I think the, the one position
2: I think Dembele we know he's really struggling with with injury and needs yeah. replacing long term Winks is struggling with injury this year, still has a bit of an experience. And Sissoko plays in there, and we all know the Sissoko problem. So that's that's the area of the team that I'd look to do it with. I'm not so sure there's anyone in the Premier League in that position that that really appeals to me. So you're, you're talking about trying to bring a foreign player in. And the problem with foreign players, we all watch them Barcelona's Madrid and things on TV. But we're not in the stadium no. So we see them when they've got the ball But we don't see what they do when they haven't got the ball We don't see what they're doing Do you know? Do they let the midfield runner that they're up against run beyond them And suddenly that bloke arrives unmarked at the far post and scores or something So Is, Who's a that's, central that's, midfielder uh, at uh, Ajax?
0: We'll have him Anyone, <laughs> any, any one of them <laughs> We'll take anyone you know of the I mean? four you they've know, got I mean,
2: Steve's right when he says, we. Liverpool won't give us a player and, and clubs like that. And you can also throw
0: Southampton into that because mm-hmm.
2: they only give their players to Liverpool. So we've got <laughs> no chance of buying a Southampton player either.
0: Yeah. Uh, especially our relationship with them after taking Pochettino and Hoddle and, oh God, the, the amount of players. I don't think they're in a position to want to deal with Spurs and one Yama. I tell you what, let's move it on to Everton because we're getting pushed for time. I'm going to come back round to you, Andrew. So... And Everton and so we are going to play out the weekend. there um on the back of three straight defeats. They lost to Bournemouth in the Premier League, um, Man United and obviously Liverpool in the Cup. But it's not going to be an easy game, is it, Andrew? I mean, it's the Allardyce approach. What do you think we're going to expect from them at the weekend?
3: Oh, I think they will, uh, they'll have looked at how the other teams have come to Wembley and frustrated us. Mm. Um, and they'll seek to replicate that, uh, obviously, Um you know, um, sit back, try to absorb pressure, um, and try to nick a goal on the break. I mean, you know, Rooney's well past his his, his best, but he's still a threat. Um, they've got that young lad, is it Calvert? What's his name? Um, Calvert. Up front.
0: Mm, yeah, they've yeah.
3: got him up front, and he's obviously one of those sort of young, up-and-coming strikers who, who looks like he wants to make an impact and. I mean, one of the other things that we haven't really spoke about at Wembley so much is that, you, you know, for those sort of younger players or the players who, you know, they might not get many chances to play at Wembley. So that they'll they'll go there and they're like, oh, it's a big day out and, and they want to kind of, you know, step their game up a little bit. Um, so, um, yeah, I think we have to be cautious. But, you, you know, uh, to be honest, I can't see anything other than us, you, you know, labouring through the first half and then getting... Two goals in sort of sixtieth and 65th fifth minute. <laughs> That's my prediction. Okay,
0: great, fantastic. So we're going to go with two 0 are you then, uh, Andrew? Well, I would
3: say, you 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 know, I think that in a sense that they don't have a lot of quality, at Everton, um, and um, I, I you, you know, I just can't see them beating us. To be honest, okay. um, they it might be a draw, but I, I, oh, you, goodness, you, you, not- you know. Yes. Yeah, I hope that these are going to be
0: famous last words now. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Let's bring it round um, to you, Steve. So we can't only get caned for saying this, pardon the pun. Aaron Lennon and Guilfrey Sigurdsson potentially coming back to play us. Steve, what's your thoughts going into this one? Is it going to be kind of, again, the same approach we've seen at Wembley, where a team is going to come there, frustrate us, and we're going to have to try and break them down, do you think, especially with Anandise in charge?
1: Without a doubt. Mm. Um, Allardyce would have watched that West Ham game and gone, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll have a bit of that. That's a bit of me, that is. Mm-hmm. Get everyone behind the ball. They'll have Rooney up front on his own. Um, and, you know, it's one of those games that we either win 4-0 or they win 0-1. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, so we if we get the first one, floodgates open, no problem because they'll have to come out. But you know what? If it's 0-0, you know, Allardyce will just push back and back and back and back and then, you know, they might catch us on the break. So it's either 4-0 or 0-1. There
0: you go. you've <laughs> given you two predictions. Pick whichever one you fancy. Hopefully you're more positive and you'll go with the four. Uh, Jace, let's come round to you then to finish up on the Everton preview. I mean, they're ninth in the Premier League at the moment. It's fair to say they have had an upturn in form of Anadise despite the recent run of results. How do you see this one going at Wembley?
2: Well, I think like the other 2 we'll definitely park that bus because... Not just will really he have watched West Ham. He went to Liverpool and did it in the league, and and they even did it at home to to Chelsea, where I don't think they had a shot of going ninety minutes at home to Chelsea. So, and um, and the other thing that Aaron and Icy sides are always traditionally good at is set pieces, and in Sigerson they've got somebody that can deliver a set piece. So yeah, you yeah. know it'll be park that bus and try and win the odd free kick and a corner and such here and there, and and hope for a one goal. Rooney always plays well against us, in fairness, and he's. He scored the last goal at White Hart Lane, he did. didn't he?
0: He did indeed, yeah. If
2: if I remember rightly. And he, he's always loved playing against Tottenham and he will love playing at Wembley. So, you know, I think Rooney, if he plays, will play well. And the other thing is, they've just got the, who they signed. They signed this Turkish boy, didn't they? Senk Tosak. The yeah, Senk Tosak.
0: So, That's you right know,
2: I presume, he, I presume he will actually play. Yeah. You know, when you've paid £28 million for him or something and they finally got him. And we all know,
0: about debuts against Tottenham.
2: <laughs> and particularly a debut for a player in a completely different league mm-hmm. when, when, you know, nobody's really watched him. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I, <laughs> should we go for a 1-1 draw with a typical Allardyce parts and oh. Sissoko being blamed for everything and Tottenham not breaking a side down and then the, the inevitable meltdown that follows, mate?
0: Dear, oh dear. Well, he may not even play Sissoko. I mean, do you see many changes, Jase, envisioned to that squad? There'd be a few, wouldn't there? In comparison to the uh, weekend, what, you'd to think, the side, Yeah, Laurice
2: will come I'd so, be in, surprised yeah. if it's a so, I mean, Ali Ali Erickson and Son presumably will all start the game, won't they? Yeah. And then it's as I say, the, you, the, the probably the big could, question will be is will it be Wanyama or will it be Eric Dyer in uh, the thing. in midfield?
1: Yeah. If God. you
2: could put a bet on anything, Jace, right? You'd say that
1: we're gonna have more than twenty chances and they'll have less than ten. <laughs> whatever.
0: <it is. laughs> I'd, I'd say the, they'll have less than five, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. Steve with the Labbrook special, therefore, you get in on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got to ask very quickly, chaps. You know, Newport County is the next team up in the FA Cup. Let's get thoughts across the board on this one before we uh, close the show. So, Steve, what's your thoughts on that draw then?
1: Well, it's exciting. I hope we're on telly because obviously I won't be going there. Well, you don't. Uh, and, uh, but it's just a bit disappointing that I wanted, you know, the Manchester clubs to be drawn against each other, or or some, or Chelsea against one of the big sides. Um, so it looks as if everybody's going to go through, and it's just, uh, you know, uh, who, who, you know, if we get past Newport, which I'm sure we will, it's uh, who do you play in the fifth round? And and like last, you know, th- th- those, um, you know, I know Arsenal did all right last last time, but the first two times it was like, who did they play in the semis? Like and beat on. Penalties, Wiggins and Hulls and Aston Villas and Plaza teams like that. And as soon as we get into the semi, it's Chelsea and then Arsenal or Man City in the final. And it's like, you know, this year, wouldn't it be nice if we could have some, you know, some of those big boys go out and we, we get to play the likes of Hull in a semi-final <laughs> and a Wigan in a final. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: It would be Portsmouth. Oh, don't dude. mention
1: Portsmouth. Yeah, Don't mention please, Portsmouth. don't
0: remind us, Steve, for God's sake. <laughs> Let me come round to you, Andrew. I mean, that draw, it has got the potential, I did say on Twitter, to be a historic banana skin. But at the same time, it's an opportunity to really kind of progress in what you would argue. And I said, uh, we had junked offline, Andrew, but it is our most winnable cup, this FA Cup.
3: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, you've you got to think that, you know, we're going to go down there and win and mm. we're going to... Progress. I mean, and if we don't, if we don't, it's going to be a, a huge disappointment. So, um, you, you, you know, which is kind of um, what, what any sort of reasonable Spurs fan would sort of think about it. Um, but yeah, I think we've got to approach it. You've got to give these smaller clubs respect. You know, you you can't just uh, go down there and expect to sort of roll over them. And and I'm sure that. Pochettino will be organising the team. He'll, he'll pick the side that he thinks can win the game. We have got to have faith that he'll be picking the 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 the, the, the your best team for that occasion, um, and uh, that will be. Well, that will, but that will progress. But yeah, we got to. I think we've got to adopt a sort of serious mindset with it and look to uh, progress and and you know win. You know, get the hole in the semi final um, and uh, progress to the final because I think. On our day, I think we can beat any any team uh, you, you you know in the in the country.
0: I agree completely. Jace, let's finish up with you then. Last one on Spurs, over to you. FA Cup draw. What have you made of it, Jace?
2: I think it's a brilliant draw. Brilliant draw for us because it comes at a time when. When it will allow us to rotate, certainly some of the side, I'm, I'm convinced it will be the TV... I mean, you can work out the TV games now, can't you? As as Yeovil, Man United, Newport, Tottenham, it gives the TV companies absolutely everything they want. Even the way around it was drawn. And probably the only disappointment I would imagine is Newport's that, that, it was, that they've been drawn at home. Because I'm sure they'd have preferred it at Wembley in a weird way. But... Let's be fair. Take a League Two side, won't you? I mean, if we're going to get an away draw, you take it as a League Two side. So I think the last similar draw to that we probably had was was Colchester, wasn't it, a couple of years ago? Yeah. A Colchester League Two at that stage, or were they a League One side? I can't remember. Are, are are we convinced, think...
0: Jase, is it is that is this game sandwiched in between that crazy one we've got with Man United Juventus? Is it in between that mixture of? Fi-
2: <laughs> it's before the Man United game. Right. It's the okay. weekend before, so we have Southampton away, and then yeah. we have. We have Newport and then it starts Man United right, okay. in Liverpool, Arsenal, etc. So, um, and I suppose, you know, if, if the game gets moved to the Friday night TV, then it gives us, well, it gives us six nights or six days after Southampton and it would be another five or six days before that Man United game. If they move it to the Sunday, which is only three days before Man United, then you could see an entirely different side than if it's a, a Friday game. But, I mean, let's be fair, we should have enough to go to Newport and win. Although the, the fella that scored the goal for them that, that put them there against Leeds, you know, perhaps Wanyama better look after him because he looks he looks another big unit yeah, as well.
0: looks a handful, it does. Well let me just say, Andrew, it's been such a pleasure having you tonight. Hopefully I'll get you back on some point in the future.
3: Yeah, no, listen, it thanks very much for asking me. I hope my my contributions haven't been too uh uh controversial.
0: Not <laughs> at all. What with Steve on, you must be joking. Yeah, it'd be fairly, No, maybe... I was slightly being ironic there. <laughs> it would be great, and you, Steve. Thank you as always for your contribution. Never dull. Yeah,
1: yeah, no problem. Now I like to be a little bit uh, left field on some of my suggestions, and uh, you know, n- maybe next time me and Jace will get into the Europa debate, or uh, <laughs> you know, we'll or, uh, or, or 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 something else. Try and think of a, a name for a transfer, Jase, so we can debate it.
0: Oh, uh, can I just say, I'm Steve? Just... I hope we're not talking about Europa for a long time to come. God, don't throw that at us. Jace, thank you as always for coming on.
2: That's all right, mate. I'm just off to Google David Luiz. Oh,
0: God. Well, guys, we are going to be back next week after the Everton game. Have a great week. And as always, come on, you Spurs.
1: You've done well
0: here,
3: Kane. He's done superbly well. Out of nothing. A moment of brilliance. Harry Kane
2: breaks the deadlock. He's at it yet again. Chance here for Harry Kane! And in the mood he's in, he will inevitably take it. Two for Tottenham, two for Harry Kane. In by Wigsdaley Ali! Not sure if Ali got the touch. It's all irrelevant. It's a third for Tottenham. It's three points.
0: Sports Social Podcast
1: Network.